This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right. Um, I want to thank R&B Car Company. Locations in South Bend and Warsaw, R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right. Let's, can we just, I got to talk about Michigan again. When I find a meeting, first of all, can I just have to say this? This is, here's the thing. When I tell you that local media listens to me, I, I'm not making that up. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or uh, bolster. I know people in the newsrooms at some of the television stations here who listen to this show and sometimes watch this show. And by the way, a lot of them are my friends. They're good people. Okay. Keep that in mind. Um, and, and I know that some of the stuff that's heard here ends up making its way onto the nightly news a day, you know, today or maybe even tomorrow. One of the issues that I really have with local media is that our local media here, you've heard me say this many times, there are no investigative reporters here. There's one guy, one, one guy I think is doing a good job, uh, beyond me, of course, uh, one guy. And when we have local media that covers Michigan and Indiana politics, and we have major, huge stories coming out of those states, and it doesn't make the nightly news, and it doesn't make the newspaper, Yet, Breitbart, Just the News, the Associated Press, a bunch of these other really big organizations, uh, uh, Daily Caller News Foundation, they're all doing the stories, and nobody local is doing them? I get a little irritated, and by a little, I mean a lot. I mean, it's good for me because then I become the only person covering it, but at the same time, Breitbart shouldn't cover Michigan better than all of our local television channels. That shouldn't happen. Just the news shouldn't cover Indiana and Michigan better than local news. And when local news is taking most of their content from the Associated Press or from each other, but the Associated Press is covering this stuff, why isn't it making its way into the, the local news lineup? Not in print, and not on TV. None of that makes any sense. It's not making its way into radio news briefs either. And it, it on this show, that's it. There's some podcasters here who'll cover it also. But it's like, what, what is what is going on that we have major stories that just don't get a lot of attention in our local news? It just doesn't make any sense. How many times have we covered something about Holcomb or Whitmer? major events that became national stories. Not a peep about it. We've gone to the websites live on the show. They're not covering it. They're not covering it. They're not covering it. And yet it's a major story. Bizarre. Prime example. What happened in Michigan with nursing homes? And with that, uh, the bigot who ended up beating up old people in Michigan. I mean, it was a story in, you know, Michigan news, but it wasn't a story here. It was just weird. Like, M Live covered it. None of the local places covered it. It's just bizarre. I think one did late. Now, give you a perfect example. Okay? We're, we're sitting here on the border with Michigan. And if something major in Michigan happens, all of our local news should be picking it up. Everybody. Like, I don't know. 
the Michigan prosecutor dismissing 1,600 of Governor Whitmer's COVID violations that were ruled unconstitutional. Huh. Seems like a pretty big story. Why is it not the leading story on all of these websites that cover Michigan here in town? I mean, the simple answer to that is they don't want to cover it. Um, The extra answer to that is they probably don't know about it yet because I haven't told them. Wayne County Prosecutor's Office says courts will rule on refunds for fines and fees paid in connection with the violations. What? Hold on a second. County Prosecutor in Michigan has dismissed more than 1,600 ordinance violations and misdemeanor citations related to Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer's coronavirus emergency orders that have been determined to to violate the state constitution. The decision was made on Monday by Wayne County Prosecutor Kim Worthy. Now, MLive.com covered it. For those of you who are on the the DLive news stream, here's the article. See, people who are watching DLive, they can wrong with me. I'm showing them what what I'm looking at now. Okay. Police across the state from April to October of last year enforced various emergency orders by the Whitmer administration that limited social gatherings, commerce, and other activity. The enforce stopped after the state Supreme Court ruled that a 1945 law underpinning the orders was unconstitutional, and news uh, the news website also reported all of this. Okay, yeah, that's in the just the news. Um, okay, now everybody kind of covered the Supreme Court ruling. They they just didn't go, they didn't really go nuts about how Gretchen Whitmer was violating the Constitution. So I did the show on. And I had people, first I had a lot of you in the audience reacting to it. I had people in my own news department call me up and go, thank you for doing that. And then I had people from other local news outfits who are not on the air, by the way, sending me messages going, thank you for breaking that down. Nobody was breaking down what it was that Gretchen Whitmer was doing that was illegal. Except me? Guys, I'm supposed to be the elbow of the community, the little ball of hate. That's what I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be the guy giving you all of the breaking news. I'm supposed to be commentating on it and breaking some news stories here and there. I'm not supposed to be doing this. I mean, not that I'm not good at it. I am, let's be honest. But this is this huge story. But again, it plays into the fact that Gretchen Whitmer is a bit of a tyrant. And by a bit of, I mean completely a tyrant. Whitmer ordered and enforced some of the most restrictive coronavirus health safety mandates in the country, sparking backlash from residents who protested at the state capitol. Where these office said no legal basis exists to proceed with the cases. All related and pending cases will be dismissed and that refunds related to fines or fees will be determined and ordered by the respective courts. <laughs> now... Local news will make sure to tell you every time Gretchen Whitmer calls the Proud Boys a white supremacist group, even though they're led by a black guy. Local news will make sure to tell you every time Gretchen Whitmer tells you that, oh, the kidnapping plot against her was because of Trump, even though they all hated Trump, too. Local news will make sure to tell you when Gretchen Whitmer says, oh, the protest that happened at the Capitol, um, it was it was to dry what happened in Washington, D.C. They won't tell you why that protest happened. They won't tell you that it was nonviolent. 
they won't tell you, they won't highlight the fact that Gretchen Whitmer was violating the law and the Constitution. And they certainly aren't going to bring up the fact that over 1,600 people who were wronged by Gretchen Whitmer and her tyranny in the state have now had their fines and everything else thrown out by a Michigan prosecutor. Why won't local news tell you that? Because, well, then that would be reminding everybody that Gretchen Whitmer was breaking the law all along. Even the story where she got caught lying red-handed about the policy to put infected people into nursing homes. Because remember, she originally said, everybody covered it. Everybody covered when she said, oh, that was, you know, the director of health who, who made that decision. I had nothing to do with it. Everybody covered that. Nobody covered when we found out that, in fact, she was lying about that and got busted. Why? Nobody really covered, I think there's one local place who covered it besides me, that she was going to be giving the contract for contact tracing to a Democrat firm, which they could use in the election really like i said i know it's not surprising because we all know what's going on there's a combination of laziness and i want to help my my tribe out there's a little bit of both of that going on here but this is a big deal this is a huge story and i know it's a continuation of another story but this is a this is a big deal where you got a prosecutor tossing out dismissing 1,600 of Gretchen Whitmer's co-violations. Because, again, the Supreme Court of Michigan ruled it was unconstitutional. And now they're talking about, we got to issue refunds to all these people because they were illegally fined. But if local news were to make that move, what, they, what they're sitting there doing is they're going, we have to admit to all of you now that, that Gretchen Whitmer is, in fact, Gretchen Whitler. And that she's a tyrant. She's been ruling unilaterally in the state in violation of the Constitution. And then after the Supreme Court ruled it was unconstitutional, she continued to do the things that were ruled unconstitutional. And they don't want to admit that. Why? Because they like her. So they're just going to keep those stories quiet. Their major stories, their national stories, it's just they don't make their way into certain news outfits here in town, which is, again, bizarre. And their excuse is going to be, oh, M Live's covering it, and we're just, you know, we're just Michiana, so, you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. Uh, it's a very big deal. I realize your ratings are technically in Indiana for most of you, uh, but a large chunk of your audience is on the other side of the border. I know, because a large chunk of my audience is on the other side of the border, too. this it's it's a lie by omission i guess that's the best way to phrase it you're just choosing not to cover stuff that paints gretchen whitmer in a bad light well i got news for you she's bad she broke the law she violated the constitution and she went after thousands of people wrongfully and your job is supposed to highlight that but that would risk her losing re-election. And that would risk her position with the DNC. And that would risk her, her rising star status within the Democratic Party. And after all, we've already got one person in local politics in D.C. One another? Wouldn't that be great? It's offensive, is what it is. 
I've used that word twice today, and I'm irritated that I had to use it at all. But it is. It's offensive. As somebody in this industry, it's offensive that these major stories in our backyard get zero attention here. But national outlets cover it. Local is supposed to cover these issues before national, and national is supposed to be getting the information from local and citing local and referring back to local. That's how it's supposed to work. And instead, the local news apparatus is, hey, um, what's what's national news saying about our area today? Oh, that? Okay, well, I don't like that story. That, that makes Gretchen Whitmer look really bad. Oh, oh, you know what? That makes South Bend look bad. That makes Pete Buttigieg look bad. So I just can't, can't really do that. You realize if we had, if we, if we had a good news apparatus locally, I'm talking about the, the overall culture with everybody print, um, print and television and radio, if if cohesively worked as a media unit here, instead of just bits of good stuff here and there, all of the stuff that we ran this week about residents of South Bend demanding South Bend finally fix the roads and this new roads project that was announced by Mayor Mueller and how we're finally going to address all of these transportation issues that we've had in the city of South Bend. When that is happening at the exact same time that the former mayor who is in control of that for eight years is being stalled as the transportation secretary, if we had a real media apparatus here, we would have been juxtaposing that. Hey, uh, Pete Buttigieg, firm is transportation secretary, super promises to modernize infrastructure and transportation in this country. Oh, by the way, the city he ran for eight years, everybody's still super mad that the roads suck. Wouldn't that kind of be a story? Don't you think? More coming up. 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Uh, a couple of people just last week were noticing I'm starting to grimace a little bit. I'm like, I got to get into the chiropractor again. Uh, sure enough, I got to go. I got, it's been a while and I've got to go back to Warren Chiropractic. And again, I'm only, I'm going to Warren Chiropractic. I mean, obviously they've advertised on this station forever, but you know, I've never been there before. And I had tons of coworkers coming up to me telling me, dude, just go to Warren Chiropractic. You're not going to regret it. Just go. And I have routinely throughout my life, even as a kid gone to a chiropractor, uh, but just always had, you know, little issues here and there. And I went to Warren Chiropractic a few weeks back. Uh, They went through the whole, you know, assessment, did the x-rays, that sort of thing. Staff is super pleasant and great to be around. Uh, Very comfortable environment. Everybody's real friendly. And which is important too, by the way. I've been in chiropractic offices where it's kind of sterile, you know, and it's, it's, it's not very comfortable. You want to go someplace that's warm and inviting and everybody is friendly. So I went to, to Warren, they, they did the x-rays, they went ahead, they did some assessments. Um, he told me a lot of the same things that I've heard from previous chiropractors too. And, and one, one leg is shorter than the other, and that's causing uh, an issue with my hips and all of that stuff. My neck is bent the wrong way, <laughs> so we're going to work on the neck, uh, which is, again, an old injury that I have. So we started doing all of that. Felt much better. Uh, problem that I had in the center of my spine was a bit of an issue or probably two months and after one adjustment there almost completely went away and that hasn't really come back there's still some other things that have to be dealt with but it's a long road for me and you know what being in that kind of pain and being that uncomfortable is not fun and i know that many of you are there 
do yourself a favor, pick up the phone, call Warren Chiropractic and make an appointment. You owe it to yourself. Don't live the pain anymore. It's it's not it's not worth it. You know, you you're you're wasting your time, you're wasting your life dealing with it. Just go get taken care of. Whether you have insurance or you don't have insurance, Warren Chiropractic has the perfect option for you. Just go check it out. When you go into Warren Chiropractic, let them know that I sent you. Check them out online, warrenchiro.com, warrenchiro.com. And again, make your appointment. They said, you. I know it sounds cheesy, but honestly, you deserve it. Stop being in pain. Go to Warren Chiropractic and let them know that I sent you. Ah, so many things being discussed <laughs> right now in the live stream. So many things. Oh, man. Um, I feel like I am running out of time. Now, I've, I've talked a lot about doing a... First of all, I have the premium show that I do every day. But I've talked a lot about doing a second radio show and possibly uh, syndicating it, something like I think I need to do that four different times to get through everything that I even have. I mean, we, okay, a little bit on the light side of things, right? Wikipedia. Wikipedia, for the record, stop using Wikipedia for information, guys. Just use it as a starting point. Go to the bibliography. Follow the bibliography. Make sure it's all legitimate. So Wikipedia is still trying to do damage control because one of their... Uh, they're prominent editors. First of all, there's a couple of people who edit like 90% of Wikipedia content. I was a little miffed. I was going through, this is this is my ego kicking in, but I was going through, I was looking up an old politician friend of mine that I haven't spoken with in, in many years, and they were talking about how she rose to power in politics. And they mentioned that she was in the middle of a primary and that she released information about how her opponent was a pedophile. Yeah, my show broke that story. My show broke that story. I actually almost got fired for it, by the way. That was on my show. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, on Wikipedia, I'm like, you don't even say where she broke the story. She broke it on my show. I killed somebody's political career. It was amazing. I love doing that to people. I like propping them up and then also taking them down. So Wikipedia is just, you know, it's a basic sort of a thing. You look at it. You go to the bibliography, you trace down the information. You're not supposed to take a Wikipedia article at face value. Very biased. A few people edit the preponderance of articles on there. They're huge activists, okay? Mostly left-wing activists, huge activists. Well, this one, one of their predominant people, huge never-Trumper who edits a bunch of articles, edits a bunch of articles in order to go ahead and... and um, and, uh, you know, steer the narrative. I just so happens to be that John Weaver guy. You know, John Weaver, one of the co-founders of the Lincoln Project. The guy who got caught inappropriately sending messages to 21 young people. Yeah, it was Wikipedia is in damage control now. Well, this guy, this partisan hack, is out there editing Wikipedia pages to steer a political narrative. So your lazy kid, and yes, that's exactly what it is, your lazy kid goes to Wikipedia, looks at an article, it's written by an activist, not a journalist, and I'm talking about real journalist, it's written by an activist, and they think they have the story, but they don't have the story. They have somebody's interpretation of the story in order to steer the reader to one conclusion 
or another. I can't count how many times I look at a Wikipedia article and that's factually incorrect, that's not true, that's not right, that's inaccurate. But it happens all the time. And so you've got this Lincoln Project, um, I guess he's a pedo, who's out there. Did you see the other day too, by the way, this is the, uh, this goes back to the Weinstein type stuff. So this week, Carl Rove, because now everybody at the Lincoln Project is like, we didn't know that Weaver was a creepo. Yes, you did. We never had any contact with him. Yes, you did. I didn't know anything about. Yes, you did. And then you have Carl Rove. Carl Rove, who, again, I've told you before, I've interviewed him. He's one of the funniest human beings you're ever going to talk to. He really is. But Carl Rove said, I've heard these rumors about Weaver for many, many years. Did you not say anything to anybody? Can I just once again point this out? If you know somebody is doing something like this and you don't say anything, you're an accessory. It's really frustrating. And more coming up, 95.3 MNC. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Want to thank R&B Car Company. Again, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. Find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Uh, somebody who's asking me in my my personal messages, somebody who's asking me if I was going to podcast the uh, interview with Breitbart's uh, James Dellingpole. Yes, and I did with uh, John Carney the other day as well. So if you subscribe to my podcast, you can go find that. Great interviews on Breitbart. Um, Breitbart interviews are going to be a fairly regular thing going forward, guys. So we've got a a hookup with Breitbart now, and pretty happy about that. All right. Something happened with Antifa. So they they took over and they occupied the Red Lion Hotel. Now, this is in Olympia, Washington, which is the capital of Washington. Um, And I, I used to live in Olympia, actually. The Antifa group, armed with hatchets, knives, batons, and other weapons, took over the Red Lion Hotel, forcing seven guests to flee and shelter in place. Huh. So they occupied 17 rooms. They demanded shelter for the homeless people living in nearby encampments, is what they did. But they busted in to this hotel, and they're armed. Where, where's the where's the media coverage of Antifa at the Red Lion? People half to death going in there armed to the teeth, forcing people to shelter in place and or evacuate. Hmm. I, I just you know I, obviously I can't play the video, but uh, Andy No broke uh, broke the story again because Andy No is the only person in the U.S. media who will cover Antifa. You got more coming up. News Talk ninety five three Michiana's news channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I'm your host, Casey Hendricks. And so the Trump administration left $30 billion to help farmers suffering from the trade wars. But, but usurper Biden diverted the money away from farmers and put it into climate change pet projects. So if you're a farmer out there, Trump was trying to give you $30 billion in aid and Biden just snatched it up and diverted it to a mythological thing that doesn't exist. That's got to make you feel good. 
just another another thing designed to help Americans that the Biden administration has squashed. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, buy a 3D printer. Here's Bill O'Reilly.